from IBM Cloud and Cognitive Software, you're listening to The Art of Automation with host Jerry Cuomo. Thank you, Ethan, and welcome to The Art of Automation, a podcast that explores the application of automation in the enterprise. Folks, when was the last time you heard this sound? I bet it was during your last visit to an airport. Can you believe in this modern day and age, some of the most basic processes have yet to be automated? Most likely that printout you're hearing is a paper-based flight manifest, listing passenger names and count, cargo inventory and associated weight, and of course the weather. And this is the input to a sophisticated business process that ultimately determines the critical details behind the pilot's flight plan. One would think that with a little AI and automation, this process is ripe for reinvention. And today's guest is amongst the most prolific inventors of our modern age, and will share some encouraging news about how AI-powered automation is assisting pilots to produce those flight plans with more relevant data and in much less time. You see, understanding the environment is a big deal for business. And in the presence of the right data, with AI-based machine learning, our guests will describe how we will be well positioned to tackle the challenges and opportunities surrounding our environment in hot topics of sustainability, climate change, and companies making pledges about net zero emissions. Well, this is a big day for the art of automation, because today I'm delighted and privileged to discuss automation in the context of weather and the environment with Lisa Seacat DeLuca. Lisa is an IBM Distinguished Engineer of Emerging Solutions within the AI Applications Business Unit within IBM, and she's currently focused on modernizing our weather business solutions and the aviation portfolio. Lisa is a rock star. She's a TED speaker and a self-published author of two children's books titled A Robot Story and The Internet of Mysterious Things. Lisa is the most prolific female inventor in IBM's history. Her invention portfolio includes over 800 patents filed, of which 550 have been granted to date. What an honor this is. Welcome, Lisa, to the art of automation. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, great, great, great. So let, let's jump right in, Lisa. Got a lot to talk to you about today. Lisa, your current work is focused on innovation and specifically applying technology to understand and improve the environment. Tell us why you're so excited about that. <laughs> um, the environment is, is exciting because it really affects all of us and every uh-huh. single business. Everybody is affected by weather in some say, the, the climate and how the future is going to look around the environment. And of course, hot topics in the news right now, sustainability and climate sure. change. And it's, it's just an exciting place to work in. Yeah. So let's talk about the technology. This is the art of automation. So I'm going to start asking you questions about how automation plays a role, how AI plays a role. So let's talk a little bit about the technology behind the scenes here, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. So to me, when I think of automation, I think about incremental simplification, right? You think of like a drive-through and that's just automating or making it easy for you to get food for hungry customers. And then you can further automate it by other solutions like Uber Eats or DoorDash or Postmates. Basically, you're just making it more convenient. (laughs) How do you get food to a hungry person? 
And as an inventor, when I think about automation, it's really just as innovation, right? That incremental improvement to processes. And when we think about environment and what we're doing with weather, it's just so data rich, right? We have data coming from all over the place, historical weather data, future weather data. And it's trying to take all that information and overlay it with other factors that might be outside of weather to try to come up with business impacts from it. So Lisa, I just have to ask you, where does the weather data come from? <laughs> sensors, <laughs> sensors from all over the place, right? Um, some people have personal weather sta- weather sensors. There's external data. There's data coming in from the government. It satellites everywhere. There's so many different sources all coming together. And your team is aggregating this data in some shape or form? You got it. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. We've got terabytes of data on our geospatial analytics product, right? So we can uh, layer things like COVID data, flu outbreaks, like mosquito data, all of that could be overlaid on top of other wow. geospatial analytics. Very all cool. in the cloud, I would assume? All in the cloud, yeah. Our solutions are all SaaS-based. So it's, it's really fun to see how quickly you can compute and make business decisions from them. And Lisa, this is the weather company behind this? You got it, the weather company. So internal and IBM, we're split to the consumer and business sides. And I run our business side and we've got industry solutions. So oil and gas, energy and utilities, think of railways and tunnels. It's, it's so cool how it does really impact every business. So automation starts with data and we have sensors all around the world feeding the weather cloud. And then what? How do we apply technology, AI, et cetera, to make a difference? Sure. I'll give you an example. One of our solutions is around vegetation management, which is kind of fun because you know, growing up, you see trees everywhere. You see the power sure. lines in you. And you never expect so much technology to go into it. But we use satellite imagery to understand how tall trees are. So we can predict the height of trees. And then you can help prioritize where you need to trim trees. So open up work orders for people to go out and trim the trees. Very good. Very good. So you know their trip out there is going to be for a purpose. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the tree, they're not going to be just tree gazing. You know, the tree is needs work. Exactly. Very, very good. Some weather data. It's like, ah, don't go right now. There's a storm happening. Let's do it next week. Yeah, I think what, what automation, when I think about automation is, you know, reducing the repetitive mundane work so us humans could focus on things that matter and have a better outcome for the business, right? And I think that was a pretty cool example of that. You're using data, you know how tall the tree is and, and voila, no energy wasted, no pun intended. <laughs> exactly. What about artificial intelligence? What role does it play in the environment and weather? Yeah. So for us, it's really the machine learning side of it and just the sheer amount of data. All the prediction that you're doing with weather, right? Is it going to be 50 degrees tomorrow? (laughs) Is it going to rain? All of that is all AI and machine learning based on all the historical information we know about what happened in the past and throw in climate change and it's really hard to predict. (laughs) So you need even more data, even more factors to be accurate. And can you give me, so you, you mentioned prediction, predicting the weather. And, mm-hmm. and I think every morning we, we all sit through uh, some level of that. So thank you for helping with that. But what else could we do? What, what other things, maybe in business? So can you kind of jump the tracks from weather for the sake of weather and weather for the sake of business and automation and 
AI. Sure. Throw yeah, in so the kitchen sink if you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're starting to look into things like carbon accounting, which is super important when you think of the supply chain use cases. So using that carbon footprint, understanding the kind of products that you're putting on either a truck or a plane or a train and how that's going to affect your business and also climate risk. So we're pulling in things like wildfire risks as well as flood risks. Again, that helps you decide what to do with your business, whether or not to prioritize maintenance on one stretch of highway or another stretch of highway, all based on those other factors. And how would this work if you were an insurance company? So you would subscribe to a stream of data and analytics. How How would someone participate in that? Exactly. You know, some really cool new technology that I've just been playing with is LiDAR data. So rather than just the satellite imagery, the LiDAR data kind of breaks it up and almost creates a 3D effect. So imagine the insurance use case like you brought up. You can see down to the roof what the damage was before a storm came in and then afterwards so that you can accurately pay out claims and understand what the damage was of that event. And all of that from the technology. I just think it's so cool how something that seems so unrelated to different industries can make such a big difference. So Lisa, I also know you've done work with real estate planning and I'm just thinking about back to work and environmental COVID and coming back to our next normal. What are your thoughts on applying technology, automation, AI? What are the challenges and what are the opportunities? Yeah, there are so many opportunities and challenges. I mean, you've seen how people are trying to do like the vaccine pass to show who has already got the vaccine. So I think we're going to see a lot of that, right? Show proof that it's safe for you to go into the office. I've gone into buildings where they're doing a screen on my temperature and making sure you're all right in that regard. There's contact tracing. It's really exciting to see how all the different technologies are coming together to help us be safer as a society and know that it's okay for you to come in. Uh, that's how I've always worked from home. So like, mm-hmm. I kind of, I think we're going to see a hybrid approach. I think we're going to see a lot of people going in the office and a lot of people are enjoying the simpler life of, of being at home as well. So it'll be interesting to see how offices are repurposed and how people come together for conferences and, and how the technology is used to help make you feel safe. Great. Great. So Lisa, where do you see the world going in two, three, five? You set the timeline, but how does technology, insights, AI impact our future? Where do you see? Paint a picture for us. You know, I think AI is here already. It's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. People are going to probably stop talking about it because it's just going to be normal. It's just going to be you're used to AI being applied to all of your business decisions. So it's like, what's the next thing after AI? And automation is here to stay, right? That simplification, the incremental improvements and innovation, back to your kind of input about automation, it's just giving us more time, more time to do other things at work or more time to spend time with our families. I think that's what the future is going to be. Lisa, you once shared an example with me that I'd like you to share with the audience about flight arrangements and automating flight arrangements using telemetry from weather, et cetera. Can you share that? Yeah, you know, today a lot of airlines use paper. <laughs> so they they do Wait, what, what year what year is this? <laughs> I know, I know. Can you believe it? So there's like and I remember being at the airport and hearing the printers going and it was even the old printer machines that had the holes on the side. Yep, yep. But they they get that piece of paper and they give it to the pilot and then the pilot has to sign off on everything about the aircraft, right? Is it safe to operate? 
And so we're working on a solution around a digital flight release, which is really exciting because you can imagine you can take sensors from the airplane itself and understand fuel levels and understand how much it's operated, where it's going to go, what that flight path is going to look like, who's on board, <laughs> like how much are all the people going to weigh, what are our carbon emissions, so many different factors you can pull in instantly for that pilot to do their digital flight release. And is there a time savings here from Definitely. before and after? Yes. And every minute saved for airlines is like thousands oh, yes. of dollars. It's, it's crazy. So definitely it, it's amazing how automation and that time saving really does translate to money. And Lisa, if, if I can, you said the environment is, is a hot topic these days, uh, no pun intended. Where are we going here? Where, where should we be going here? Can you share your personal views on technology and what we can do, the art of the possible for the environment? I know sometimes thinking about the environment, you feel like you're, you know, you're just one little person. Like, how can I actually contribute or help save the planet? But I think the first step is making companies accountable for how they're contributing and how they're impacting the environment. There's now reports that go out and companies are proud to show that they are getting towards net zero or their carbon emissions are low. So you're going to see more of that, more pressure that the companies and other companies are putting on themselves that will lead to better output for the world. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. That was both inspiring and insightful. So thank you for joining us here at The Art of Automation. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks for having me. And ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to The Art of Automation with guest Lisa C. DeLuca, IBM Distinguished Engineer and the most prolific inventor in the history of IBM and expert in all things data, AI, weather, and the environment. I don't know about you, but Lisa's energy and positive vibes are contagious. We've heard some inspiring words about how she and the weather company at IBM are using data as the spark of invention with new ways to look at automating, driving efficiencies for businesses, including insurance, oil and gas, railways, and airlines. And I was encouraged to hear how data and AI are leading to breakthroughs in automating processes from vegetation management, real estate, and carbon accounting in supply chains. As Lisa said, automation is all about incremental improvement and simplification. So how are you going to create your own drive-through and then transform it into an Uber Eats. Well, that's it. And once again, I'd like to thank Lisa and also thank you all for listening in. This is Jerry Cuomo, IBM Fellow and Chief Technology Officer of Automation at IBM. See you again on an upcoming podcast. Mm -hmm.